0: Welcome to the Management Minute with Dr. Donita Brown, where we sit down with business leaders to gain valuable insights and advice on how to navigate the world of management. Whether you're a seasoned manager or just starting out, this podcast is for you. I'm Donita Brown, a professor in the College of Business at Lipscomb University. I'm also an author, speaker, and habit coach. For almost 20 years, I worked in corporate America. I managed teams of two to 102. Welcome to this week's episode. This week's guest is Amy Ernest. Amy, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm excited. All right, well, let's get started with your one-sentence bio. I am a wife, a mother, a follower of
1: Christ who is constantly evolving and learning while seeking my purpose and my calling. I love that you said purpose and calling. So what does that mean to you? It's really identifying my talents and my gifts, the God-given gifts that I have, And applying them wherever, you know, professionally or personally, I need to be utilizing
0: that. That's great. That's great. I can't wait to hear more about that. Are you ready to get to question number one?
1: Yeah, let's go.
0: All right. How do your values impact your management philosophies? You know, when I think of values, I think the first one that comes to mind is do the right
1: thing. And I Hmm. know that's not necessarily an individual value but when i think of doing the right thing i think it is just a combination of different values it's integrity it is trust it is being able to be brave when you need to to have courage so i think if if we apply the do the right thing methodology to our relationships our strategies our leadership we're going to be more successful i mean that's really what we want to be doing to begin with right i mean that's kind of as a manager or a leader you're put in a position to do the right thing for the company and for the people that you're responsible for. That is great. So that's one. I think being brave, that's Mm. that's a big one. It's not easy, and sometimes doing the right thing isn't easy because you're not always fitting in Mm. with what people want to hear or with what people are expecting. So being brave really puts you out there in a place that really provides authenticity to who you are. And I think authenticity is is really important. And then I think gratitude, Mm -hmm. the practice of gratitude, Mm -hmm. not just being thankful, but the practice of gratitude really is a game changer
0: because leadership's hard. Yeah. Oh, oh, leadership is hard. But tell me, what is the practice of gratitude for you? So for me,
1: practicing gratitude is a very intentional thing. I journal gratitude and I know that. You know, for a long time, I thought that gratitude was just being thankful for what you have. But I really found that practicing gratitude and journaling rewired my brain. Mm-hmm. So when I had those hard days where I was really having a hard time with something that came up, I just was like, okay, but what am I thankful for? These things may be going wrong, but what's going really right? Where's my contentment? Practicing gratitude was really instrumental in getting me through some really difficult tough times. That is great.
0: Mm -hmm. That is great. I want to dig into being brave a little bit more. So tell me about a time when you've had to be brave.
1: Oh, boy. You know, I, historically, from a professional standpoint, I've worked on some really difficult projects. And, you know, there's always a big push to hurry up and get things out the door and to, you know, check the boxes. And sometimes we just you know, miss the mark. And it's like, let's stop. Let's back up. Let's think about this. Are we doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. But being brave enough to bring that up. I mean, that's, that's one thing. I think being able to speak up when you need to speak up and feeling empowered to do that is being brave. Um, let's see. A big one for me was, you know, in September, I left my career for, I guess it's been about six months. So for me, that was a very brave move. I've always been very career-driven and decided that it was time for me to take some time off and just regroup and figure out what I wanted to do. Probably goes back to seeking that calling and purpose.
0: Mm. And sometimes to seek that calling and purpose, you have to be still. You couldn't have said it better. In
1: fact, and this could be a whole separate podcast, I'm sure, but, you know, when I— when I did leave my career, I thought I was being still, right, because I quit working. But all I ended up doing was funneling all that energy into things that were not what I needed to be doing. I really just needed to be still. Mm. And God has a way of working things for his purpose. And uh, he definitely made me still for a while. So it's it's a bit of a story there, but the be still part is so important Mm. because you really need to know who you are. And I, I felt like when I left my career and I left leadership, it was, it was really challenging to figure out who I was. So, you know, being still
0: gave me that time that I needed. That's great. You ready for question number two? Yeah. Who or what has had the most impact on your management style? I think my mother was
1: probably the first person. She really was one of the hardest working, most dedicated employees. You know, my whole life I just watched her grind at her career and she was very good at it and she was very fair and she was just she was just dedicated, very committed. So she was probably the first person. The second person was one of my nursing instructors. She was very old school. She, you know, wore the white dress and the stockings and the polished shoes and the nursing cap, and I can remember one conversation in particular where we were in a hallway. We were just starting a clinical rotation; it was our first time. We didn't know what we were doing really well, and she was just really trying to give us great guidance. And she stood outside this room and and she pointed at the door and she said, "Do you see this room?" We were like, "Yes." She's like, "Well." I want to make sure I don't hear anyone call any patient by a room number. Everyone is a person and your patients are patients. They have names, they have families and I want you to remember that. So don't let me hear anybody say room number. So-and-so needs this or that or whatever. And I think that it seems so simplistic, but it was so important. And I carried that with me through, I think all of my jobs. I mean, When I got into leadership, it was people aren't just a title. They aren't just a position. They aren't just a number. They are very much people, and they have families, and they have lives, and they have considerations. And I think being, you know, in management, I always kind of leaned back on dignity and respect and the things that she taught us about how to take care of patients and
0: kind of applied that in management, too. And that is a great lesson. And what a gift she gave you to teach that early on in your career. I was young.
2: Yeah, and, and,
0: and to be able to take that throughout your career. And it's, yeah. It, yeah, wow. I've always
1: thought, you know, she taught us the heart and the art of nursing. Mm. So it was, it was wonderful.
0: That is great. Before we get to the next question, let's pause for a quick message about Lipscomb University's College of Business.
2: Getting your MBA is a big step, an exciting step, and possibly a scary one. With so many paths at your doorstep, why do you want to get your MBA? Statistics show that the most common answer is an increase in salary or lifetime earnings. But at Lipscomb, we believe that getting an MBA opens an entire world of opportunities opportunities that can change your life or even the world. Working in business isn't just about numbers and a corporate paycheck. It supports families, creates jobs, steers the economy, and gives back to the community. That's because we believe the real power of business is its ability to make a difference, drive outcomes, and provide realities that were once just a dream. Not just for you, but also for those you touch. You can see it in our core values, but more importantly, you can see it in our daily interactions. From the professors you'll learn from to the students you'll learn with, it draws similar-minded companies to us It helps our students build meaningful networks that exponentially empower them well after their time here.
0: Learn more and apply at lipscomb.edu forward slash business. All right, you ready for question number three? Yes. What book has made the biggest impact on you? Well, I brought my book. With I love makeup. it. I love it when <laughs> guests bring their books first because I can see it and like, OK, yeah. I can actually write that. down.
1: Oh, out. yeah. So the book that I feel like has really spoke to me is this book won't make you happy by Nero Feliciano. She is a licensed social worker and a psychotherapist. It is a wonderful book about just basic principles about how to really be the best version of yourself. Wow. And, you know, it it goes into some real practical things about where are you finding your validation and are you being present? Are you practicing gratitude? Are you having self-compassion? Are you living by faith? It's the things that I think are really feeding into our values that we can apply both personally and professionally. Mm. So because I think, you know, when you're the best version of yourself, that's what everybody gets. And, you know, if, if you're struggling or you're, you're in a place that you're not really able to give that, that's, it's hard as a leader or a manager to be able to give to people when that you're responsible for being able to, to help if you can't be that person. So she does a great job of just really laying out some practical principles just a little funny in here, so it's got a little humor, too. But it's written in a way that you almost can't wait to pick it back up again. Wow. Because you're like, oh, that's that was such a great t- – I'm going to think about that more. But I've got highlighter all through this book because there was just so many great tips in it. That's the best way to read a book is with a highlighter. Oh, yeah. I, I love that, that method. Yeah. yeah. I thought I'd, I was going to highlight the whole book, but I did settle down a little bit after a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That means it's a good book. It was good. All right. Are you ready for my favorite part of the podcast? Yes. Okay. So 60 seconds. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm going to see how many questions you can get through. Okay. I'm going to ask you rapid-fire questions. So the goal here is not to overthink it. What's your deepest fear? Oh, heights. What were you scared of as a child? Heights. (laughs) If you could be any Marvel character, who would you be? Pass. Pass do you think society is improving that's a tough one i'm gonna say no what's your favorite food all food i love food what's your favorite restaurant Uh, pass would you rather have regrets about actions or inactions uh, regrets about inactions what's your typical work hours eight to five now what's your go-to snack grapes what problem are you trying to solve Uh, my next steps texting or talking texting uh talking talking favorite app instagram all right good you did well i did yeah yeah you did great
1: okay yeah. You I just going to say, you want to do it again?
0: <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> no, I know no, <laughs> no do-overs and rapid-fire questions. I said
1: grapes. <laughs> I said all food. I'm like, really, Amy? Come on. You could have done better than all food. I do love
0: food. Probably cake. No, there you go. I like all food, too. Mm. All right. You have the opportunity to give your best advice to managers. Yeah. What advice would you give?
1: The first thing would be, don't let your career define you. And that's... That seems like something that is easy to understand. But I think for managers and leaders, we get very caught up in really advancing and moving through positions and, you know, our passion for work. And you really, you know, 20 years ago, someone said to me, Amy, your career doesn't define you. And I said, oh, I know that. And 20 years later, I realized I had been letting my career define me for years. And, you know, I I think that it's really important to understand who you are as an individual so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody else. So make sure that you are not letting your career define you. The next thing is legacy. Hmm. What's your legacy? What do you want your legacy to be? And are you living and leading the way you want to be remembered? I think that's important, you know, if that's important to you. The other thing is boundaries. You know, I think that you really have to set some boundaries for what's healthy for you as a leader and a manager. You know, it's really easy to say, just call me. I'll, I'll be home on my time off or whatever. If you take PTO or time off, take that time off. It's it's fair to you. It's fair to your family. And quite honestly, being part of being a good manager is making sure that you've got a plan in place if you're not there that you're you're really raising that talent up to be the people who are going to be able to take care of those things when you move into your next position or retirement or whatever that is I think it's really important to develop that talent so that they can be that person that helps you to have that work-life balance so I, I think those are probably the big
0: ones those are great thank you so much for being this week's guest Amy yeah I loved it thank you Thanks for listening to the Management Minute. We hope you enjoyed this week's interview. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend or colleague. If you have suggestions for a future guest, please send me their contact information to donita.brown at lipscomb.edu. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you.
1: This podcast is powered by the College of Business Content Creation Studio at Lipscomb University.